The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, guys, welcome back to probably a podcast. Uh, what a last five days. Okay, we have so much to talk about and I'm going to get right to it. But first things first, I do have to say if you're watching this instead of listening and you're looking at these lights right here on my um, podcast wall, I really fucked that up. Uh, they look like nipple tassels. We're going to have to take them down and put something else there. But for right now, we're just going to pretend that I didn't buy the wrong lights and then ask someone to and pay someone to install them. So there's that. Um, okay, so just had the best, the literal best time in New York City. Um, so much to discuss about that. I originally was just going to come on this podcast and just like literally talk about rap beef, which I feel like I kind of like low-key want a rap beef expert on the show to talk about like all the rap beefs ever. But now so much has happened that we're just going to briefly discuss my uh, favorite current rap beef, which is Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion. And um, mostly we're going to talk about everything else that has been going on with me. So we go to New York and here's the thing, guys. I go to New York and I says to myself, I says, wow, I could see, I could see it. I could see how I spent all this money here to try to live there because it really is just the shit. Like that city is so amazing. It's so light. Like you just feel so alive there. You feel so good. Like, I don't know. New York is just like that bitch. Okay. Like she's that girl. And I, I like lately over the past year and a half, I always like joke about the apartment in New York, which like, you know, just joking and laughing through my trauma. But I'm like, yeah, never forget me spending like so much fucking money there and never going and fuck that place. And then I go back and I'm like, should I just like fuck around and get another apartment? Maybe I could get an apartment and share it with someone. You know what I mean? Like maybe me and some other girl that just like wants to dibble dabble in New York City and like go to and fro, we could share one. Things to think about. Um, I stayed at the Bowery Hotel. It was Gorgina. It was really like kind of like old school, but it was in a great location, NoHo. Um, I really loved it. And I originally just went there to go wedding dress shopping. Well, I really wanted to pick out some outfits for my engagement shoot. So James and I, this is like such a funny thing because Taylor's like, what the fuck is an engagement shoot? What do you mean? And I was like, you're from the South, bitch. You know, she also didn't know. She didn't know what uh, bridal portraits were. She's like, that's not a thing. And I'm like, yes, it is. Stop gaslighting me. Yes, it fucking is. And she was like, you are making this up. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like all my girlfriends is it's like very Southern, but her ass is from Alabama. So I don't know. But 
I was like, bridal portraits, you know, you get your trial hair and makeup done and then you go take photos in your dress and everything like a month before the wedding. And then they blow them up in a giant poster size and then they have it on an easel as you walk into the venue. Do you not know what I'm talking about? And she's like, no, I made her text all of her friends from Alabama and be like, did you have bridal portraits? Two of them were like, no, I didn't. Two of them said yes. And then some of them were like, oh, I wish I had done that. Anyways. That's besides the point. That's just a personal qualm I had with Taylor because I'm like, you you don't know what I'm talking about. What do you mean? Anyway, so we're doing engagement photos because um, I feel like it's really trendy right now to have, uh, not even trendy, but like it's a really cool thing to do to when you get engaged, have like a photographer like secretly waiting, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like just absolutely waiting. But like we got um, engaged on the lake, like on a pontoon. So I don't know where they would have hid and James didn't really sort that one out. So anyways, because we don't have any professional photos from the day we got engaged, I thought we could do like a really cool style shoot. Also never, you know, you don't have to twist my arm to have like a fun photo shoot where we look fabulous. So um, we are doing that. And I was going to New York to pull a bunch of really cool dresses from this fabulous, fabulous, fabulous bridal store called um, Bridal Reflections. You guys, talk about like just this is not a sponsored ad i just had a friend that was like you should go there they have so many things they have so many things to choose from so many designers like you'll love it what a fabulous experience like really and truly what an iconic experience that i loved if you're ever thinking about going dress shopping and you want to make a little trip out of it and go to new york if you don't maybe have like a bridal store in your hometown you like go to bridal reflections um the prices were also like really, really reasonable and really cool. Like dresses I had not seen before, which was really cool. And then also like the sales team was not pushy. They were not like, all right, cool. So a lot of people are like, you gotta buy it this week. And you're like, whoa, hold on. And I get it, which I'm like trying to decide if I think the bridal industry as a whole is a big Ponzi scheme because I'm like, why do they tell you you have to get everything like eight months in advance? Taylor planned her wedding three months in advance. And when she told them I, I'm getting married in three months, they were like, okay, we'll have your dress for you. Maybe she paid a rush fee. I don't know, but like, why whenever I said the month I was getting married, they were like, okay, well then you'll have to have it. And it was like three weeks before. And I was like, that's when we'll get it to you. And I was like, what? Why would it possibly take that long to get me the dress? Anyways, I don't know. All I'm saying is it just seems a bit suspicious. Okay. But, um, anyways, so that was a fantastic experience. And that was originally while I was, why I was going there. And I had the best time, the, um, two girls that are actually photographing my wedding. So Rachel Santos, who's bushwhacked on Instagram, she's fabulous. She came to for the whole experience. And then my friend Greta, look her up on Instagram, Greta Louise Tomy. She has the most like iconic bridal, like inspo ever, ever. And I was like, you're my entire mood board. And she's been so helpful with all the bridal stuff. So went to some really cool events, like anthropology bridal, like did a bunch of just really cool stuff and had a fantastic time. And then at the last minute, Taylor, TT, like coming through with the best friend, like it is hard. People always ask like, how are you guys like such close friends when you're in such different phases of your life? And I'm like, well, we show up for each other, but also like, I just have to understand that she does have three children. And so like when, when I, I can drop everything and just do something really quick, like I have to understand that she can't do that. And it's not for lack of care or friendship. It's just for the fact that we're in two different phases of our life right now. Right. So I did not, when she was like, you're going to go dress shopping. I was like, well, just for the engagement like dresses. Like, I don't really know if it's actually like, we're not, we may or may not try on wedding dresses. And she was like, well, I want to come. And so she ended up coming last minute for 24 hours flew all the way to New York, which was so nice. And we had the best, 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 best time. And I tried on a wedding dress. Loki, I might get, I love it. I'm just indecisive. And I went to a store here in Nashville that was also fabulous. So I need to just, you know, 
go through the photos. I have a lot of photos and videos. I need to just like compare contrast and like dig deep and feel how I feel. But you guys always ask for wedding updates and that is the update. Um, also went to this really cool place in New York called Abode and tried to find some like really cool, like because we have such a small wedding and such a small guest list, um, I really want to like make a lot of like personalized things that are really like intentional and sweet um, for the guests there. So trying to just like wrap it all up. And uh, for those inquiring minds, I still do not have a wedding planner. However, I really have not planned our welcome party. We're doing a welcome party in lieu of, oh, um, I don't know if I've already told you guys this. We're not doing a rehearsal dinner because we have such a small like guest list that we have dinner for the wedding night. Like we have a big dinner the night of the wedding. And I'm like, that would be the exact same people at the exact same sit down dinner for rehearsal dinner the night before. So I'm like, I don't think we need to do that. Why don't we just throw a really big welcome party? But I also didn't want to do this. And this is not, this is my personal opinion. This is not any shade towards anyone that has like six different events at their wedding or four day events or whatever. I think that's really fun and cool. And I've been a part of weddings like that. And I'm like, oh, cool. You have like a whole itinerary, but we didn't really want to spend the money for that. Like, I'm not going to like beat around the bush. We, we were just like, we don't want to spend money and have everyone fly to Italy and feel like they have to come to four different events for us. Like I, I just want a welcome party on Friday and the wedding on Saturday. So that is our order of events. And the only thing we don't have planned yet is the welcome party. So maybe I hire a planner for that. I don't know guys. I don't know. Um, I have gotten your emails and DMS about Italian wedding planners. Cause keep in mind, I do want a planner who is in Italy or knows the language or knows the area Positano. Like I just, that's important to me. So keep throwing your recommendations my way because I do in fact need them. Okay. Um, let me take a big sip of this coffee. Mm. All right. So that was what was the original plan for New York. And we did that and it was fabulous. And then I get a little ring-a-ling-a-ling from, uh, well, actually, you know what? I called Claudia and I was like, Hey, I want a podcast while we're in New York. Who should I podcast with? She's always got the best ideas. And she's like, have you not podcasted with Taylor Strecker? You guys, it got really weird. Like it got really weird. It got really weird how much I love her and I can't like put it into words. It's so rare at my age and I'm just like at a point in my life where I'm like, no new friends, no new friends and not in like a mean way, but I'm just like, oh, I'm good. I'm capped out. I'm fine. Like I, I, new acquaintances. Yay. But like new friends, I don't know. I'm, I'm good. I have so many. I love them. And so, and I just always want to continue to be a good friend and be able to give back what I, you know, want to give back to them what they give to me. So anyways, I just, you know, the circle's small these days and I like it like that. And that also comes with age, I think. So anyways, all that being said, I don't know if she, feel, <laughs> she'll be sweet and be like, I feel the same way, but like Taylor Strecker, Claudia was like, you have to interview Taylor Strecker. Have you guys never met before? And I'm like, technically, no, I can't believe we haven't. We follow each other on social media. Of course, you know who she is. This woman is like, a literal queen. Like I love her so much. If you got, you guys have to go listen to her podcast. So she has a podcast with me coming out this week and then mine, um, with her comes out next week. So the solo will be first. And I just need this to like turn into a Taylor Strecker fan page because like, I just adore her. She was so easy to talk to. She's hilarious. Like she's so funny. And if you guys are listening to this and you already know her, then you're like, yeah, she's fucking funny. We know that bitch, but like she is so funny in person. And anyways, we just ended up having the best time ever. The best time ever on Friday. We podcasted with me. We podcasted with her and then get a fucking load of this because this would only happen. This would only happen to me because what happens to Shannon? She gets fucking pissed on at the airport by a dog. She gets like women get stuck in porta potties and have to, uh, you know, figure out how to escape and everyone thinks I'm related to them. Like only these things happen to me for content. Okay. For content. I just, I just know it. So let's break down what happened to me and Taylor Strecker because one thing about me, 
I'm a storyteller. And you know what? One thing about my gorgeous, handsome, amazing, lovely, perfect fiance is that he doesn't really appreciate my storytelling. And I don't know if this is him personally or just the man of it all, but like, I really genuinely kind of want to fucking kill him sometimes because like I'll go to tell a story that's like like peak like this story I'm about to tell you guys is so peak and he had the gall the nerve to be like okay babe, can you get to the point and I'm like what no no first of all I am gonna get to the point and then you'll be so appreciative of all the details that I shared on the way to the point they're important they're so great so anyways um I will save that for the podcast hands because he is too impatient to hear a fabulous story but Okay, it's also not fabulous. Like, the story is, like, not great for some person, like, for one of the people that it happened to, but it's fucking crazy. And I can start out by saying, like, like, no one was hurt. All right, guys, let me break this down for you. Have you ever gotten undressed only to realize that you are, in fact, in front of an open window? And this happened all the time in New York, okay? And how do you feel? How do you feel? Exposed? Vulnerable? Well, going online without using ExpressVPN is like being naked in front of a floor-to-ceiling window. There are creepers out there, okay? And they can see and record, like I'm really not trying to scare you guys, but this is true, everything you do online, even in so-called private browsing mode, all right? So I used to think private browsing mode was the end-all be-all. It is actually not. So the next time you go online in private browsing or incognito mode, look at the fine print and you'll see that your browsing activity is actually visible to a ton of people like your internet provider, your school, or even your employer. And that's because when you use the Wi-Fi at work, a hotel, Airbnb, or even at the home, the owners of that Wi-Fi can also see everything that you're up to. All right. Now imagine all those people getting a list of everything you've ever clicked on. Kind of freaking scary. Okay. And kind of worse than being naked in front of a window, isn't it? And that is why I never go online without ExpressVPN. If ExpressVPN is an app that sends 100%, you guys, 100% of my traffic through their encrypted servers so that my browsing history cannot be seen by anyone. It's like a super, super mega incognito mode that actually works. All right. Plus ExpressVPN works on all my devices. I can use my phone, TV, iPad, I always travel with my iPad, so I like this, or computer to browse, shop, watch, download, whatever I want without the whole world knowing it, all right? And it's really important to me. I started using ExpressVPN whenever I was traveling all the time just because I kind of found out that when you do travel, you're always connecting to a hotel or a coffee shop or whatever. And I didn't like the idea that anyone could just see what I was doing. So make sure that you protect your online activity with the VPN that I trust to keep me private. Visit expressvpn.com slash probably today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash probably to get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash probably. So we are podcasting, having the time of our lives. And she makes a joke about like having a glass of, oh, we're like, we're talking about how like her podcast was post-coital and we're like, yep, we've already podcasted with me. Now it's your turn. Like, let's have a glass of Sancerre and a cigarette. And she said, Sancerre. And I go, Sancerre, I would love to get a glass of wine after this. So once we were done working tirelessly all day because we are women in entertainment and we just had to expand so much of our you know, just energy and expense. That was the word I was looking for, expense or energy. Anyways, I'm saying all this to say, we decided to go get lots of beverages after we podcasted. So we go to a place in, um, you know, you guys know I love Balthazar and I love the bartenders that work there. I love the food, but um, apparently the um, owner of Balthazar, he's not on the fucking nice list right now. And he's made a lot of comment about the Jewish community that I don't appreciate. So that was off my list and it's on my shit list for right now. So, um, all that being said, we were like, where should we go? Because that's normally my go-to spot for like an afternoon glass of wine. And it's about four o'clock at this point. So I'm like, oh my God, one of my other favorite places in New York is this place called Lure. 
L-U-R-E, Lure Fish Bar. And they have fantastic sushi, they have fantastic drinks, you always go sit at the bar, and the whole restaurant is made to look like um, a ship. So like you go down these stairs and it's in Soho. So you go down this long thing of like concrete stairs and then you go into the restaurant. And when you open the doors again, it like looks like you're in a ship. Like there's portholes, like the windows. And because you go down those stairs, remember the windows look up to the street. So you're like below. And then like the, it just, it, it, when you get in there, you're like, it looks like a ship. James and I love that place. I've taken like so many friends there. I know the bartender, <laughs> me, will always know a bartender no matter what. And I know the bartender Heather there. She's fantastic. Like she'll take care of you. She's just wonderful. And I love it. I love the whole vibe and everything about it. So I was like, let's go to Lore. And so we go to Lore to have our little glass of wine, a little, oh, but you know what she got me into? Um, actually, Taylor was like, we should have a Cosmo, which this is like so fucked up of me, but like, I don't know why it's like embarrassing to me to get really girly drinks. Like if I get a drink, like a Moscow mule and it's served in like a glass with like fruit on top and it's a different color. I'm like, Ooh, I'm so embarrassed. Like I thought it was going to come in like a little copper mug. Or if I order a drink and it's like, it's got a hue of like pink and they've like garnished it with a flower. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't know. Why do I, why do I want to be like, I'm such a pick me with that. Like, I'm like, yeah, I want to look like I'm drinking fucking scotch on the rock. So some dude comes up to me and he's like, you're a hard bitch. Like, what in the fuck? Like, that is, now that I'm bringing that down in my head, that is so pick me. But honestly, I do love, I do love Reposado tequila on the rocks. Um, I do love the taste of that in genuine. Like, that's nice to me. But anyways, all that being said, she's like, let's get Cosmos. And I'm like, Cosmos. Oh my God, then we're going to look like those girls drinking fruity pink drinks. And also I was like, what is a Cosmo? I've only ever heard of this from Sex in the City. So Cosmo is maybe the most delicious drink ever. And she said, um, the bartender Heather was like, yeah, everyone's doing Cosmos now. It's like the new thing. No one's getting espresso martinis anymore. And let me tell you guys, all of you bitches that have been drinking espresso martinis, like your life depends on it and are like in your espresso martini era and everyone's drinking espresso martinis. I I cannot relate less. Like I drink espresso martinis one, two, like if I drink one, I could have it maybe one after dinner, maybe like for the most part, anytime that I've like projectile vomited after drinking, when I get to the root of the problem, it was always, and I just know this, it was always the espresso martini. They're not consistent enough. People make them different. Like either someone's making them with so much cream and vodka or someone's making it with just straight espresso and vodka. Like you can never keep up. And yes, while I do understand that they're delicious, I'm just like, I'm not an espresso martini girl. Okay. I just like, they do not do well for the old Tumsky and I just don't like them. And so I, I like the way they taste, but they don't do work well with me. I like them. They don't like me back. So anyways, um, the bartender was telling us that everyone's doing Cosmos lately, that no one's doing, um, espresso martinis anymore, probably because everyone was like, finally, like we're dying. Like this is crazy behavior. So it's like, it was espresso martinis, like the new four loco of our generation. So she said a lot of people have shifted, shifted to Cosmos. We got a delicious one. We had some sushi. We're hanging out. We are absolutely just trauma bonding, dumping. We just like are having the best time. I just, again, love her with my whole soul. And around 7.30. So yes, we had quite literally already been there for like, I don't know, three hours. Maybe we got there at 4.30. I don't know. We get... The most insane thing happened to us. Okay, so all of a sudden, and I have retold this story. I mean, I have FaceTimed everyone that I know, and I've retold the story like 1,000 times. Um, and I haven't ever been able to reenact the scream because, like, I literally was afraid, like, the cops were going to be called. And actually, I probably should tell James because he's upstairs and he's going to think I'm being murdered. I'm going to put my hand over my mouth so it's not super crazy in your ears. But, like, if your volume's turned up really high, like, maybe turn it down a little bit right now. But we hear this scream in this restaurant, which is packed, by the way, this restaurant is a Friday night. This pa restaurant is packed. 
the only way to describe this scream is that it was guttural, like guttural scream. We hear it goes like this. And my positioning wise, I'm sitting at the bar and my I'm facing the door. Like I'm looking at the door and my back is turned to the restaurant. And then so I can see anyone that walks through. And then Taylor Strecker, her back is facing the door and she's looking into the restaurant, like the whole restaurant she can see. So I literally we all hear in the whole restaurant, we hear like it is the most like I'm reading Iron Flame right now and I'm imagining this is what like dragons sound like like it was so loud everyone in the restaurant like yanked their head to the side and it happened so quickly because she's screaming get him get him and then she's chasing it is a blur this man this man is literally a flash of light sign him to the fucking chiefs he was so fucking fast he was, and she's screaming from the bottom of her soul. I, and then, and then, okay, as fast as we hear that, people start getting knocked down. Their route of running is, um, is us, is the bar. So like people I'm watching, I'm not watching because my back's turned, but dominant, I keep hearing like, like stools fall. My fight or flight kicks in. I don't know what you call this, but I literally got onto the bar. I jumped onto the bar. How I did that, I don't know. I don't know because it happened so fast. And I, if you're watching this, I'm gonna show you what I mean. Like I literally did this. I was, I was on, if you're watching, I just jumped on the back of my couch, but like I was on the bar. Also, like I gotta make sure I didn't just like flash my hoo-ha in this dress. Anyways, I was on the bar. Um, again, it happened so fast. I, you hear, you hear the scream, you hear get them, you hear people falling because the stools are being, they're being knocked down. You all of a sudden hear, and then I see, because remember I'm facing the door, you hear this crazy huge shatter of glass and you look and this guy, I guess on his way out, he either like, he shouldered the door or he pushed stiff arm the door. I'm telling you, this guy like really should be signed to some sporting like, like, you know, he should also, he should go to jail. He should go to jail first. But after that, they should look into possibly signing him to some sort of team. So he shoulders the door, the whole glass door. And this is a massive picture, like walking into a mall, like huge, huge, huge glass doors shattered, shattered. And she's still screaming and everyone looks around at each other. Like what the fuck was that? We look up through the portholes, which remember are looking at the street. And we see this man, I, you can't see much. I don't want to lie to you. I have, I have more information afterwards, but like allegedly there was a getaway car waiting for him. Like it was obviously like pre-planned or targeted or whatever you want to call it. So we all, after that happens, which is obviously just drag, drag that out, but like it was a total of four and a half seconds. Um, after it all, we all look at each other like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And then, and then Taylor looks at me and she goes, she looks up and she goes, you're on the bar. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so, I look at the bar and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, no, I mean, you're, you really got out of the way. Y'all two more seconds, two more seconds. I would have been behind the bar. Like I really did think, and I, I hope this isn't triggering to anyone, but like the day and age that we live in, like when I heard that scream, when I heard the commotion, like I thought I was going to be a part of a mass shooting. Like I literally, and I know there's not a lot of guns in New York city, but like, I don't know what I thought. I thought we were being attacked. Like it, and, and I don't know why, like, I guess, wow, you free, like, and Taylor's like, isn't that crazy? You think of all the things you would do in like a really fucked up scenario. And like, she's like, I just like most of us 
granted I didn't like do too much I did I did seemingly get out of the way more than most people I like jumped up high <laughs> Taylor's like when you go low when they go low you go high literally and I'm like literally but we um we yeah like you think you'll do so much but you like low-key freeze like your body is like in rigor mortis you're like what the fuck is that like I don't know I need like some more tactical training or something but that was really scary and so anyways I hate grocery shopping every single day now. No, you guys, I really do. I really do. I really, really do. I don't want to do it. And I love the fact that I don't because I just use Thrive Market. I don't go to the grocery store because I just have them delivered, but not just groceries, okay? Because you can have so many more things than just food delivered through Thrive Market, which I love, um, especially because when you go to the grocery store, you're kind of just like meandering through aisles and buying things that you don't mean to buy. So this cuts out all of my unnecessary purchases that I tend to make when I'm strolling aimlessly down the grocery store aisles. And my favorite thing to use is Thrive Market because because it ensures that I'm getting healthy groceries. And here's the thing, new year, new you, all that, yes, 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 but here's the thing, it really is helpful whenever you're shopping on a site that only has healthy alternatives and you're also saving a lot of money. So like some of my favorite brands that they have are Amy's, Four Stigmatic, Primal Kitchen. Um, I love the Chia Mama, the Honest Kitchen, tons more. They have way, way more than food, like I said. They've got body, beauty, cleaning supplies that I always get. Taylor has a ton of stuff for kids and babies that, they, that she gets from Thrive and it's delivered right to your door. But here's the mega Part, it's a lot of savings. Now I've gone into like a healthy grocery store recently when I've like been traveling to grab a couple things and I'm like shook to my core because I'm like, wait, 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 I know I don't spend this much on that. And guess what? I don't. It's because you save so much on Thrive Market. I got so used to those prices that when I go back to regular grocery store, I'm like, oh my God, no. Last time on my last order, I saved 34%. Like that's so much. And they tell you right there in red, they tell you like what it would cost in grocery store and what it's costing on Thrive Market. And they've also got a price match guarantee, which I love. So you can curate the shopping experience totally to your dietary preferences as well because they have so much time to save. If you're like gluten-free or something, you can just type that into the search bar and then it helps narrow down the products to only gluten-free options, which is great. Anna Grace always says that. So my favorite thing about Thrive Market is knowing that when you join, you're also helping a family in need with their one-to-one -one membership program. You join and they give someone who needs the help the groceries to feed their families. So I truly love when I see big businesses giving back like that. Good for you, Thrive Market. And of course, course, as you guys know, I have a discount code. So if you want to join on the savings with Thrive Market and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift, go to thrivemarket.com slash probably for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That is T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash probably thrivemarket.com slash probably. After it all happens and I get down from the bar, cause I'm literally on the bar. Um, the, the, uh, Commotion settles down, okay? It all settles down. We're then looking at this shattered door. I then think to myself, what the fuck just happened to evoke that scream? And I'm not, this, listen, I'm sure that was so traumatizing to her, but I was like, if this woman just got her bag stolen, that's going to be crazy because like one, don't ever chase after a dude. Like, yes, he might've, and I, I immediately heard people saying like she had a Birkin. And I'm like, okay, if I had a Birkin and I know I don't have one, so I can't express maybe like the feeling that you get, the attachment you feel towards Birkin, I don't know, but like, I would literally scream at the top of my lungs like, hey, that man stole my bag. Like, get him. Like, I would never, I don't know. I would never chase after him. Like, I would just, I value my life more than a Birkin. So anyways, it obviously was about a, a big blur, but like she chased after him. And then um, I did not know at the time, I didn't see, but she did have a partner, husband, I don't know. And he was also chasing. And then I'm like thinking to myself and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, not one man, not one man 
tr like tried to trip this guy. I know it happened really fast. And like, I mean, again, he was really fast, but like not one man, he went from the back of the restaurant all the way to the front. Like it, he, people did have like time to think maybe. And I was like, no one chased after him. No, we are so in New York because let me tell you something right now. If we were in the South, that motherfucker would have got bodied before he got out the door. Like he would have got tackled. He would have got, I don't know what, but like in the South, baby, the, those men would have, that would not have flown. Okay. God forbid what else they would have had in their fucking holsters and purses in the South. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't wish that upon it. But like, I'm just saying like, I was like immediately like, why the fuck did no men run after him? Why is this woman chasing after him and no men? All the men here in New York are protecting their lychee martinis at the bar. Where the fucker, where the, where are the men? And then a man walks in and it's literally out of breath. He's like, I chased him. And I was like, oh my God. You did that? That is so noble of you. I was like, what happened? And then, because I'm like nosy as fuck. I was like, what happened? He was like, this guy walked past the booth, grabbed her bag and ran. She chased after him. The husband chased after him. He was like, there was a getaway car. So we were all like, okay, this is definitely like, this was pre-planned out. Like we're in a very heavily shopping area, whatever. So I was like, I can't believe that happened. Like, that's crazy. Like, glad you chased after him. He's like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can do. The guy was so fast and had a getaway car literally waiting. So we were like, damn. So, um, anyways, we're chatting about it. We're talking about it, whatever. And then I'm like, all the cops start showing up NYPD in the fucking house. Oh, by the way, nobody stopped eating or drinking. Like nobody, they are just like, they have the ends of brooms, like, but like bashing out like parts of the, um, parts of the door that weren't shattered like the jagged edge of the glass and they're just breaking it out while we're all just still sipping our lychee martinis and eating like our fucking sushi and then and then they're just like sweeping it up and everyone's just like continuing to eat like it's crazy actually <laughs> like that is fucking nuts and we did too and so nypd starts showing up about like 10 minutes later whatever and uh they're all and we we like you know sit around for a while we're like what the fuck was that that was crazy and then so she was like she, i was like i'm gonna be really nosy and i'm gonna walk outside and i'm just gonna pretend like i'm leaving and um because you can't just like walk outside and be like what's going on out here guys hey fellas what's up tell me the lowdown you know like they'd be like bitch get the fuck out of here so I walk out at a time where I think like the cops are just like kind of like mulling around themselves and like I thought maybe I could be like hey is it safe to leave like what was that like maybe ask maybe ask or they'd probably just be like ma'am go back inside but I just decided to walk outside and just like pretend like I was leaving and the timing of which I did that I did not mean to but it was right when they were like asking her I don't want to say taking her statement but like they were definitely asking her like full on what happened and I heard her say I heard her say um we had just gone to Cartier and you can like cooperate this with the uh manager I have her email we had just gone to Cartier we bought three bracelets and two wedding rings okay so me thinks I'm no detective but me thinks that you know they went to Cartier. They were spotted buying, uh, that's probably upwards. I don't know, $45,000 worth of jewelry, maybe more $50,000, $50,000 worth of jewelry. And then again, not trying to judge. I'm sure this is a very traumatic experience for her, but like go home, baby girl. You just bought $50,000 worth of jewelry. Get uh, go ahead and take that home. Go ahead and take that home. Don't, don't pitter patter down to lure and get some sashimi. Go home don't do that. Don't do that. Um, that is judgmental obviously because I've definitely done a lot of shopping and then just gone with my little like Chanel bags and stuff to a restaurant. And it's really eye opening. You know, the world is obviously a scary place and it's ever changing. But my mom, of course, anytime I go to New York is like, be careful in that city. Don't take the subway. And oh my God. She does not sound like that. She's going to fucking kill me if she listens to this. But like, but like it's, it's, 
one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, mom, I'm fine. I'm staying in at a nice hotel in a nice area. Relax. Like everything's okay. Calm down. And then something like that happens in broad daylight and you're like, what the fuck? Like with tons of people in a restaurant, like it's just like that really does put things in perspective that like everyone needs to be. And I'm a lot more alert for sure when I'm like on the streets of New York. Like I'm very, I don't like put ear pods in and like, like put noise canceling on. Like I'm very aware, but God, I was, you're just sitting in a restaurant. Like I was not on my toes at all at all. Anyway, it's crazy that happened. And then what did I do the next day? Because I literally need to be put in a, a sane asylum. I went back to Lure the next day. I went back to Lure and I was just like talking to all the bartenders about it. Um, I did forget a bag that, that like a grocery bag with like a little mic stand in it. And I had to go back and get it. But, um, then I just sat there and just had like another round of sushi and lychee martinis and it was delicious. Um, okay. So that was fucking crazy. And me and Taylor Shecker looking at each other like, wow, this would happen to two podcasters who really need content at all times. And again, I have to say no one was hurt. We know that for a fact. No one was hurt. Everyone is okay. Just I'm sure very traumatized and you know, has $50,000 less of jewelry now. Strap in, buckle up and please keep all hands and arms and feet and all your hair in your seat because you're on my hair journey with me. That was a terrible intro. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, you guys. I really try to switch these up, but here's the thing. I'm never going to switch up taking Nutrafol and you guys are unfortunately strapped into my hair journey with me. Okay. So, um, having glued in individual hair extensions for 11 years. Yeah, I did that. And I'm thinking about getting clip-ins for my wedding again, but like, I just can't express to you the number that those glued in extensions did to my hair and it's health. All right. And that's a given, but then I cut my hair into a bob two years ago and while that definitely helped uh, I wanted to start over and grow my hair naturally and get it really healthy plus I wanted my hair to be long and I didn't want it to be scraggly and long I wanted it to be thick healthy and long so that's where Nutrafol came in it came highly highly recommended to me by many many hair gurus and friends in general who had used the product and loved the results so if you have hair thinning hair shedding or you just want to get your hair to its healthiest place like I do Nutrafol can help you get there and the results I see from taking Nutrafol are genuinely like so obvious you guys say something about it like it's it's just good Okay. And there are many reasons behind hair thinning and Nutrafol does this thing where they address the root of the issue. Okay. They take a whole body approach to hair health because that starts within. It doesn't just start right like at your follicles or whatever. It starts from inside your body. And it's also the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. So clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. And I've given Nutrafol as a gift to my friends also who have experienced postpartum hair loss. Taylor loves that for it. It's plant-based and has drug-free science-backed ingredients. So you get the most reliable results. And I also love how natural hair has been growing, especially because I really want my hair to be its healthiest, like I said, for my wedding. So if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code probably. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code probably. That's Nutrafol.com promo code probably. Um, okay, so then I know you guys are all waiting for it and I wish I had more to say. I really do like the tea. So obviously when I was in New York, I get a call from, uh, Claudia and she's like, Hey, so you have to stay till Saturday. And I was like, well, I was planning to leave on Thursday, but now I'll leave on Friday. We mean, I need to stay till Sunday. She's like, yes. She's like, so we're, I'm planning a dinner. It's going to be fabulous. And like Claudia really is like the glue that holds us all together, which we love this about her. And I also just always feel very fortunate to be friends with her in general because she has so many cool friends, but she's like, look, 
And here, guys, here is the the tea of the tinks. Okay, so we we go to uh, she calls me and she's like, I'm planning a dinner. It's gonna be me, you, Taylor Strucker. I'm like, I'm in. She's like Paige Desorbo and Tinks, and I'm like, Oh my god, also never met Paige. And obviously, we know, you know, podcast listeners know that Tinks and I we are on the up and up. I never even really explained what happened. So Claudia went on a vacation to Mexico, and Tinks was there, and she basically texted me and was just like, Look. I'm being peacemaker. We got to drop the beef. And I was like, oh my God, I would love to drop the beef. I don't even, you know, when beef happened so long ago that you're like, and also by the way, this is like, this is such one-sided beef. Tinks is probably like, I don't know you exist. Like, no, now I'm not being self-deprecating. Like it was like, I am sure it definitely upset me more than like it affected her at all ever. So, and I'm saying that in a way that just means like she has bigger fish to fry. So I, I was just like, Oh my God, I would literally love to. And it was very, there's not much tea there. Like it was very like, she was like, okay, cool. She just unblocked you and we all follow each other. Claudia didn't instruct us to do that. We just, both of us just did that. And she sent me a sweet DM that was like, hey, like, like Claudia, the peacemaker. And I was like 2024 vision board unblocked was on it, baby. And she was like, hope to meet you soon, whatever. And I was like, yeah, we'll have to meet soon. And then we did. And we go to this dinner and it was so lovely. Like it wasn't like we sat down like, okay, let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Like it didn't even get brought up. It was funny, except for the fact that Claudia was like, I am forcing you bitches to make a TikTok. And this is hilarious. And I was like, okay, fine. And then I had the idea to make the TikTok about the blocked, which by the way, hilarious and Tinks was so down, but like, I am so mad. My lip syncing was off. It was so loud in the restaurant and I could not get it. And I wasn't about to look at Tinks and be like, Hey, can I redo that for the eighth time? I redid it like five times. And I was like, it is what it is. We just have to let it go. <laughs> like I can't, I can't start my new friendship off being the fucking weird girl. That's like one more time, one more time, one more time, one more TikTok. Um, so Anyways, she is just as I know we have a lot of like crossover, like a lot of people here like adore her. And you know what? She is very adorable. Like she is just fabulous. She's fabulous. She's funny. She's beautiful. And like everyone did say when like the beef happened, like, oh my God, I literally thought again, very one-sided beef, but like, I always thought you guys would be friends. And Claudia was like, you guys would literally get along so well. And they're so right. She is so lovely and someone that I would love to hang out with again. So, um, here's to Tinks and Shannon being friends handshake emoji um and then Paige DeSorbo like I'm sorry queen I'm sorry queen like I like I'm not gonna lie I was kind of like nervous to meet her I was like I'm obsessed with you um I obviously love Hannah Burner I have like met her so many times and love her like love going to her shows you guys go to a Hannah Burner show she has a Netflix special coming out she's incredible like I love her and Giggly Squad and any honestly like Charleston related things in general well that's not Charleston they were on Summer House but you know what I mean like now the crossover with Craig all the things but like I mean, I don't know. Paige is just like that girl, like she, her fashion, her little like body and face and everything. She's just like constantly giving. Like I was just like, you are cool. Like you're a cool girl. Like you're cooler than me for sure. Um, so she was super nice, super funny. And I've been a giggler for a while, but like meeting her in person finally was really nice. So um, it was honestly a hell of a dinner, Claude. Turdy really puts um, some things together and I feel very, very happy. Um, so that was great. That was fun. We went out afterwards, not out, out, just like, you know, to a little bar. And then we came home and it was fantastic. And then I left the next day. So that was my time in New York, which was, which was just fabulous. And again, I'm so excited for you guys to hear the, uh, podcast with Taylor Strucker next week. It's going to be fabulous. Okay, guys, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, and let me tell you, I got cut off from my parents whenever I was 18. They're like, you got to pay your own phone bill. So I have been duped many a times on my own. But if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch with these little freaking contract you try to get out of them there's a catch so when i first heard that mint mobile offers premium wireless starting at 15 bucks a month 
I thought to myself, because I've learned my lesson, what's the catch? But after talking to them, and I'm telling you guys, I wouldn't be telling you this because I would not do that to y'all. It did all make sense because there isn't one. There's not a catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online, all right? So they cut out the cost of retail stores and they pass the sweet savings directly to you because you know when you go in to like a store, a wireless store, and you know those those people are working off commission. Like, they just are. So this is cutting out that cost of the retail stores by them just selling it right online. And the quality of Mint Mobile's wireless service in comparison to what I used to use, old name names, but, like, it is just so much better. You could be saving some, I'm saving literally $54 a month. That adds up, you guys. And for anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless bucks for $15 a month, all right? All plans come with unlimited text and talk and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can choose between three, six, 12-month plans, whatever you want. Just say goodbye to a monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. So James and I have put together a family plan because it's just two of us. So use your phone with any Mint Mobile plan. I didn't have to get a new phone. I didn't have to get a new phone number. I'm so weird. Like I just like want to keep my same phone number. And I was really worried about that. But you do not change your phone number. I kept all my existing contacts. You just switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at 15 bucks a month. So to get your new wireless plan for $15 a month and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash probably. That's mintmobile.com slash probably and cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash probably. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So um, let's get to the let's get to the Megan the Stallion and Nikki of it all. Here's the thing: I love a rap beef. I love a rap beef. Some of my favorites. Some of my favorites include um, Meek Mill and Drake. We were able to receive the song back to back by Drake from that beef and. We just need to be more grateful than I think we are as a community and as a society. We need to be more grateful for that fucking smash hit banger. Like, it's so good. Got a drink and we going back to back. Like, what a fucking hit. Like, your girl tells you open up more. Like, he's talking about her opening up. as Okay, I'm not going to get into that one too much. But, like, that song was so fucking good and so funny. And, like, the whole element of it was, like, boom roasted. Boom roasted. So Meek Mill and Drake are obviously friends now. And they also then after they became friends came out with like a, another iconic song, which is one of my favorites, which is um, what is that song by them that I'm obsessed with? Going Bad. I love that song with Drake and Meek Mill. Going Bad is so good. Um, okay. So they're obviously fine. MGK and Eminem, their beef was one of my favorites as well. And here's the thing. I never, I didn't really know which one to pick in that one. Like I didn't know because I was like, shit, I loved MGK's song. And then when Eminem, who was just like a legend came out with his, I was like, I love this one. Like I didn't have a lot of stakes in the game for the beef on that one, but um, I did like their music in general with their beef. Now let's talk about Nicki Minaj and Meg the Stump. Here's the thing, guys. Before I start, I was not aware of said beef. I just saw the diss tracks come out. I have been made very, 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 very aware that everyone is team Meg. And here's the thing. I agree. I think overall I am team Meg on this one. Like I do see the point and like I see that like, like honestly, the whole, the Nicki Minaj's husband of it all and the charges and everything that goes down with it. Like I see y'all's point. And so for those reasons, like I, it's hard to not be on Meg's side. Right. However, um, 
let's just talk about the rap beef. Let's take away that. Let's take away that side of things because I know like it's really fucking gross that Nikki always stands up for her husband for that. Like that is just gross, but like, and, and fucked up, but like y'all hot take. I fucking loved Bigfoot. Like I think Bigfoot is such a good song and you guys, it's not like I went, I watched the breakfast. What's the song with, um, Charlamagne, not the song. What's the show with Charlamagne? Is it called breakfast club or something? Anyways, y'all know the iconic like Charlemagne the God where he comes out and he talks about it all. And obviously they're all team Meg and like Meg calls into the radio station and she's like a hit dog gonna holler like all the stuff like whoever this because she came out with this the song this right. And I thought this was good or sorry hiss. I'm sorry her diss track was called hiss. And here's the thing I thought hiss was good. Let's talk. Let's look at some of the lyrics. Um, well, first of all, I literally just love I want to kick this shit off by saying fuck y'all. Kick this shit off by saying fuck y'all. <laughs> Like that is hilarious. And I love that. Like, I just, I'm such a Meg Thee Stallion stan. Like everything she sings, like I love her. Like, you know, I actually became even more obsessed with her after Coachella and uh, Peyton Sartain, who's another GM Media host. You guys, and then she is so obsessed with Meg Thee Stallion. And she was like breaking down like all of Meg Thee Stallion's like lyrics in a po like poetic way. And I was like, oh my God, Peyton, first of all, you're obsessed. And she was like, no, I'm literally obsessed. And it made me like Meg Thee Stallion more. Like I just, I love her for sure. So I think she's great. But like, I'm going to tell you, I don't really, I don't like some of the songs, some of the lyrics I really like my pussy so famous might get managed by Christian or next. That's hilarious. Um, so once, obviously I didn't know, I did not know the, um, Meg's law, Megan's law. Y'all, y'all aren't mad. Hold on. Oh, I love when she said this buddies on buddies on buddies on buddies. I'm just like, that is so like a Meg, the stallion. Like, I just love that about her. Okay. Let me find this part. Hold on where she says, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I didn't realize how hard that line hit because I did not understand what Megan's law was. It's an actual law that's put in place. And so obviously major dig, major dig at Nikki's husband, but like a dig that I think everyone's like, yup, yup, deserved, deserved. So, um, yeah, that line hit really hard. And then for the rest of it, like, I mean, I just think it's a good song in the sense that I just like love the beat of it. Like buddies on buddies on buddies on buddies. Like I just think it's great. Now let's talk about, let's talk about whenever I was in the gym and I listened to Bigfoot for the first time. So Bigfoot comes out and it's, I'm obsessed with Nicki Minaj's like flow. I'm obsessed with her voice. Like, duh, like I'm not saying anything like crazy or new. She's fucking Nicki Minaj. And let me tell you something. What I've loved more than anything in this rap beef is I have loved being on TikTok during it. People are literally like Nicki Minaj. I think baby, baby, Anika, like I think you forgot your Nicki Minaj. Like, but here's the thing. Here's my hot take. I don't think she forgot she's Nicki Minaj. This song is really good. Other than the very end where there's 50 seconds of her like whispering threats. Like that is so fucking weird. But also, but also it's kind of funny and iconic. It is. Guys, when it comes to sleeping, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it well. I'm gonna do it for a long time, but I'm actually crazy. And I was like this way before I met James. And then when I met James, he like doubled down on my craziness with sheets. Like I want to feel like the coziest person in all of cozy land. And here's the thing. I have bowl and branch sheets on all of our beds, all of them. And they literally, people come and stay at our house and they're like, what are these? What are these? Why is this so soft? And my favorite thing about bowl and branch sheets is that they get softer with each wash. Now, 
that's going to be hard to believe, but it's true because how annoying is it when you go to like, you love something and then you're like, Oh my God, but like the ticking time bomb, like it's, it's going to get unsoft. Like everyone has that blanket. Everyone has something that towel that they loved until you watched it too many side times. And then it got like dingy and scratchy. That is the exact opposite. I don't know what they do. I don't know what black magic they're doing, but that is the exact opposite with bull and branch. They truly get softer every time you wash them and their signature weave feels buttery and breathable from the start, but you unlock new levels of softness with every wash. So like it also encourages you to wash your sheets more. Okay. Because in a recent customer survey, 96% said that bull and branch sheets get softer with every wash. So I know like when you go to shop online, you immediately jump to reviews, see what customers are saying, but bull and branch just did the hard work for you. They literally took a survey for it. So you can feel the difference with their 30 night worry-free guarantee because you are going to want these new sheets. And if you're looking for a new set of sheets, this is it. They have so many colors too. They have 13 versatile colors, all size from sizes twin up to California king. It is designed to feel incredible for all, all sleepers. And here's the most important part. And this is why Taylor also is obsessed with Bull and Branch. They're made without toxins, free from synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde, and other harsh chemicals. Bull and Branch sheets fit the deepest of mattresses and are labeled with top and bottom tags. So it makes making your bed so much easier, which I know is... <laughs> A big selling point for everyone. So sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use code probably at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code probably. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And I don't know if I'm going to get like fucking fucked up for like supporting Nikki right now, but like, I do love Nikki. Like I am a barb, like I love Nikki and I don't agree. Obviously like can we compartmentalize or like put separate all of her husband's stuff? Like I don't agree with that, but like I do, I was confused in general. I was like, wait, why do these two hate each other? And then I think whenever I Googled it, like the like full timeline and like, you know, all these websites break it down, like Variety breaks it down and like the shade room breaks it down. It's not incredibly, incredibly clear. So basically what happened is, first of all, I think Meg Thee Stallion and obviously, obviously Nicki Minaj and Cardi B have beef. Everyone knows that the shoe incident, whatever. But I think Meg Thee Stallion did, um, she did WAP with, uh, was it WAP with Cardi B? I think anyways, whichever song she did with Cardi B, everyone was like, that is, you know, not doesn't bother her and Nikki's relationship. Like, you know, Meg Thee Stallion and Nikki are so cool. And I think still that might've just like kind of torn them apart a little bit. And then I looked into the Tory lanes of it all. And basically, so the whole concept of this diss track is like about Meg Thee Stallion claiming that Tory lanes, um, <laughs> So funny. I'm thinking any toast listeners, I can't stop wanting to call him Tony Lanes. Anyways, uh, Tory Lanes, you know, shot her in the foot, which whenever I read, I went deep on that. I was like, here's what we have to go deep on. We need to go way deeper into this case. And that is, I am so, so, so on Meg the Stallion side. She is not lying. Like, I cannot believe this man is still trying to say she's lying. It is so obvious she's not lying. Like, and so everyone's ripping Nicki Minaj to shreds because she's being like Bigfoot bitch, like fra glass fragment bitch. And that's a reference to the fact that Tory Lane says that she was never actually shot in the foot, that like glass fragments from like the party or something was happening. But I read her statement where and other people's statements where they were saying that like he was hammered out of his mind and she pissed him off and he got out of the car and he started shooting at her feet saying dance, bitch, dance. And like... 
I don't know why, first of all, that infuriates me to a, a point you can't even understand. And I believe that so wholeheartedly. I'm like, why do I just like picture this man doing that? And I want to fucking kill him. Anyways, I could see that happening. And I totally believe that Meg Thee Stallion was shot in the foot. And she says, they're like, why didn't you say it in the beginning? She's like, um, I don't know, because it was 20, whatever year it was, 2020, 2021. She was like, I was extremely afraid of um, telling the cops that I was with a black man who had a gun in the car. Like, uh, I'm a black woman. I was fucking scared. Like, I was like, uh, yeah, checks out. So she changed her story because she was afraid. That that happens all the time when people are too afraid to say something in the beginning. So I am 100% in her corner and I believe her on that. And I mean, the guy's serving time now in jail. So obviously the court system also believes her. So I don't know why. I don't know why Nicki Minaj is mad about that. I think she just chose to use that as her like diss track. And obviously we know Meg the Stallion is like tall, gorgeous, like, like goddess woman, like Amazon goddess. So she keeps calling her like tall and six foot, but like, I don't know how to explain to you guys. Like, I think that's like, that's funny. Like that's a good, that's good. Like Bigfoot, you still a small fry. Like this is where I don't, I'm like Nikki, Onika baby, like relax. Like when she's like, Swearing on your dead mama, on your dead mama, swearing on your dead mama. I'm like, what? Whoa, hold on. <laughs> okay, hold on. Shut up. Like, relax. Like, that's so weird. Also, like, I don't think we should ever be bringing dead mamas into anything. Like, I just don't think. But for the rest of this, like, this line goes so hard. This line goes so hard. You the type, though. <gasps> like, Fucking your best friend's man is crazy. You the type though. I'm like, I want to say that to someone like that is so good. Like, I think this is a really good song. Like, what's another like she like, what did she say? Uh, fuck you get shot with no scar. This little piggy toxic somebody adopted. Like, uh, like, honestly, like the, the song's good. Like the song is really good. Hold on. There's another line that I really like. Let me see. Um, yeah, the line on your dead mama part like this part. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's fucking weird. You're like, you're like mad weird for that one, Nikki. Okay. That part I don't like. But like, whenever everyone's like playing the song and TikTok is being so funny with it. Like, also, I'm like laughing at all the TikToks, but they're like, Nicki Minaj calling their friend. It's like, glass fragment, bitch, foot, bitch, like six foot, bitch. Like, like she's going crazy. But I do think, like, again, hot take, but like, I just do genuinely think that the song is good. Um, and then this is where it gets really fucking weird. Like what? Y'all. The Like she you guys, this goes on for another 45 seconds. Like that is so fucking weird. Like that part is really weird, but the rest of the song, I know you guys are not gonna be on my side with this, but like I did think it was good. And then I got on TikTok. And then I got on TikTok and I started seeing people making mix tracks, like intro beats to what Meg the Stallion should like respond to, which like is she gonna respond? I don't know. I feel like she's like not gonna give it the time of day or the attention. But the way that people mixed together the law and order svu intro and six foot seven foot eight foot, like little wayne's like three are i'm sorry i'm sorry she has to use that for something even if she just like does a funny little like i don't know instagram live or something like that is gold um everyone is very very team meg the stallion on this one charlamagne when meg called in was like 
Oh, Charlamagne, when he talked about uh, Nikki's diss track, he was like, the lines don't even hit because she, she said them all on live. She tweeted them all already. And I was like, oh, that is a bummer. I didn't know that. That she kind of like tweeted all the lines first. So like for me, it hit better for me because I didn't know any of that. So I just listened to the song first things first. And I was like, I'm obsessed. So that's my opinion on the beef at the rap battle of Nicki Minaj and... Um, Meg the Stallion. I did want to give you guys my hot take that I think that that Nikki song Bigfoot is kind of a banger. <laughs> it's kind of a smash it. The ending is fucking weird, but like for the rest of it, like it's good. I thought that song was better than Hiss. I, I love buddies and buddies and buddies and buddies, but other than that, I thought Bigfoot was better than Hiss. And um, that's it. That's it. And that's all. I'm sorry. How many times can I fucking say and you guys? I really got to just get off um, the solo podcast. I know you guys are going to be really kind and say that you love them, but I need to have some more guests on because sometimes I just be fucking rambling. Um, okay. So stay tuned for a fabulous episode next week. I love you guys. I'll have so much more updates and things to tell you and have some fun guests coming up on the roster. Love ya. Bye.